not gonna, a cartoon. I was going to ask for your autograph. You. I was so excited. Oh, what's so funny is one of my really good friends is a character performer at Disney, and she knows all of the autographs because you know they have they you like train mm-hmm. to sign Mickey's name correctly and sign Goofy's name correctly, so she knows all of them, and it's really funny. Do you think you could use that to like? forge checks from mickey yeah. mouse mm-hmm. mickey might be too he, he's got too much heat on him so maybe no, like yeah, he's a very public figure so maybe right. like a daisy duck or yeah even donald frankly i feel like and you know she actually does play donald so okay so she here's what she does she finds out what bank donald duck uses uh-huh, uh-huh. she goes to the bank dressed as donald duck so you're saying she goes to the bank without pants on. Got it. Got yes. it. Yes. Um, and she signs Donald Duck's name to withdraw money because that's how it works. You how just much sign money do you a piece think of Donald paper. Duck has in his bank account. He's got to have at least a dollar. <laughs> Such a high profile, like Ocean's Eleven type scam. Uh-huh. Like we have to go in there for one single dollar. It's more like Ocean's 12 when they had Julia <laughs> Roberts's character pretend to be Julia Roberts. I hate it so much, Sam. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> classic Julia Roberts playing Julia Roberts. Like, <sighs> classic film. <laughs> I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. And this is The Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. in forever we, we haven't, haven't talking we haven't talking in so long uh you know talking it's just not a frequent thing these days it is it is very easy to lose track of the days yes <laughs> and yes, also i legitimately had a like five minute conversation with my boss the other day trying to figure out what day it was because oh, no. he kept he kept telling me that it was Tuesday, but I could not comprehend that it was Tuesday. I uh, it, Honestly, it's just like, you know that meme with like the lady and you have all the math symbols everywhere? Like, yeah. In that moment, he probably thought I was the dumbest person he'd ever met. Because I was <laughs> like, but, but yesterday was Monday and today is Wednesday. Like, that's what a calendar looks like. And he was like, no, you're wrong. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure today is Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday, the day that comes after Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you go Monday, Wednesday, I, and then Friday, and that's it. That's right, those week. are the three days. Um, three days of the week. I think it's also been 
more difficult to keep a schedule because uh, less stuff matters than it used to. Like different things <laughs> yes. matter now. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm putting more time and energy to, to other things than podcasting. I mean, podcasting yes. used to take up a lot more of my time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm still regularly doing like three podcasts, um, I did take a break from a couple of them. So it's like, oh, yeah. This, the, there's all this other time. Yeah, I think that's what it is too. <laughs> I think, you know, we went into quarantine um, with just the, I have so much time. I will do all of the, you yeah. know, creative things that I had in mind and then everything that's kind of happened recently in the world with Black Lives Matter and all these horrible, horrible things that are going on with police brutality. It's like, oh, wait, there's there's other things that I can spend my hours of isolation doing. <laughs> so right. it's, it's definitely, it's one of those things for me too, where I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, um, yeah, 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 we're gonna take a minute, we're gonna take a minute and see, let's regroup, let's do right. some other things. <laughs> so, so we are going to be releasing episodes still, uh, mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, however, we might take a week off every now and then. So, um, and that's okay for us to do. I'm allowing allowing myself. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I think it's definitely, yeah, it definitely is one of those things because we have taken a bit of a break and it wasn't, it was just one of those like, hey, you know, maybe we'll just wait a little bit. You know what I mean? And I think, I think it is important to also just take a minute and take everything in. Yeah. And also take care of yourself because I want you to take care of yourself and I want me to take care of myself. And because that's how we can help others. If we take care of ourselves, we can help other people that way. So Very true. Very true. It's my word of wisdom for the day. <laughs> or my, my thoughts of wisdom. You're welcome, internet. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I guess that's a like intro for, you know, us coming back. Uh, let's get yeah. into talking about a movie. Yay. <laughs> you know, I'm very, very excited to talk about this movie because... I watched it uh, when it first dropped on Netflix, and well, I'm not going to say what it is yet. I'm going to do a big reveal, so yeah. Okay. So I watched it when it originally came on Netflix. I had, wa- well, actually, let's go back further. I wanted to see this movie when I originally saw the trailer, because the two leads are my favorite people mm-hmm. ever, um, mm-hmm. just ever, even more than my own mom. Um, just kidding, mom, I love you. Uh, so I wanted to see this movie when it came out in theaters, and obviously theaters got closed down. So when they said they were dropping it on Netflix, I was like, yeah, the minute they dropped it, I watched this movie. <laughs> That's how excited I was about it. Um, and then when we talked about what movie we wanted to do, bringing it back, I was like, yes! Like, we both had, you literally texted me, and you were like, we should do this movie. And I was like, I was literally going to tell you yeah. that we should do this movie. Um, and that movie is... The Lovebirds. Oh, shit. Blah, 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 blah. The lovebirds. Take it. <laughs> so anticlimactic. I guess I, I fucked it up, and oh you did. Gosh, it's okay. I'm it's so okay. Sorry. We still love you. We still. I love didn't you. know we were building. I got. I got carried. I got ahead of myself. It's okay. I'll fix it. I'll fix it when I edit it. It's okay. Fine. Okay. We'll, we'll take it off. So don't apologize. <laughs> like lovebirds. Lovebirds. We did love. We watched lovebirds. So yeah, I also saw. I mean, uh, you're telling me there's a movie with. Camille Nanjiani and Issa Rae, like, yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. Hell yeah, I want to see that. And I actually got my boyfriend to watch it with me. So. Did, did he like it? He thought it was we were... 
fine. He was like, meh, no, whatever. Uh, um, it was so funny. <laughs> it was very funny. And I think that's overall the takeaway from this movie is that it's funny. And the, and the jokes and the comedic timing and the comedic acting of the two main performers mm-hmm. uh, was the main thing happening here. Like yes. it, it, the, it wasn't particularly re- like it wasn't, uh, you know, mind blowing or oh, like the plot line enlightening you mean? in any way. It wasn't like a what's the word I'm looking for. It wasn't like a new plot line. It wasn't something that like has never been done before. Yeah, it wasn't insightful. It wasn't you know that, but it was definitely fun to watch. Oh and yeah, and I think you know the thing that I took away from it the first and this most recent time that I watched it is that you really are just like there's all this stuff going on but you really are just watching this relationship between these two people Mm -hmm. um because at the very beginning it ends they're literally so you get like first of all can I just say my favorite part of this movie is so you get your little your little montage at the very beginning where it's like clearly they had just met and spent the day together night together whatever they have their first kiss and then it kind of time jumps, um, and they're having an argument. That sounds like a real argument. Like they're probably like it oh, sounds yeah. like they're mad about something super legit. Then you find out that she Issa Rae's character is just mad because he thinks that they would not make it in the Amazing Race. Like it's literally <laughs> the dumbest argument. But they are both so heated and so passionate about it that I died like literally yeah. that whole argument kills me the whole time um it- <laughs> but it's very real and it's very like grounded even because people have stupid fights over stupid shit all the time for sure and I, I was actually gonna ask you about that so so the movie time jumps from like yeah them getting together which would be the end of a rom-com usually to yes. four years later when they've been together mm-hmm. for four years and they're yep. bickering in a very practiced way, it seems like they've had the same argument multiple times. And then, mm-hmm. yes, it is about the Amazing Race. But when I was watching, I was thinking, like, yeah, that's exactly how you argue over stupid shit. Like, and and we're they're not like yelling at. I mean, they are yelling at each other, and they even yeah. like bring in their neighbors, like, oh, we're fighting down here. Yeah. Well, but they aren't like <laughs> mad. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. like a regular bantery kind of argument. Uh, they both very much believe that they're right. <laughs> they both, like, there's, you will not convince Leilani, which is Issa's character, or Gibran, you cannot convince them otherwise in this right. moment. Like, they they both have, have stuck to their guns in this moment, and they are fighting to the death at this point. And they are, they're so fundamentally different. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the, the argument seemed like such a, plas- like, practiced and well-worn argument that it was actually kind of surprising to me um not really surprising really but it was uh interesting I don't know what the word I'm looking for I don't know words today Sam words words they don't work today they don't work words are uh, off look words they're off yeah they took the we holiday turn, we t- <laughs> they're on vacation words are on vacation are. today they are uh, yeah. and they do you know what they deserve it you can't really get out of your house right they now really so do. take you a day what? to yourself take, words. take that day yeah take that day self-care applies to you too words I was gonna start speaking in gibberish just to like <laughs> yeah then I decided blah 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 yeah, people, yeah, podcast listeners love it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone loves a good gibberish episode. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> it, 
it seemed like something they've been doing forever. And right. then right away, while they're on their way to a party, like while they're on their way out the door, they break up. Right. And they're, yes. So the yeah, the first thing that happens in the movie, they uh, get together. The second thing that happens in the movie, they break up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and they you know what though too. It's like, ooh, okay. The, this whole first part of this movie is actually why I love this movie so much. Um, because like I said, I felt like the characters themselves were very grounded. I think that while it was to me hilarious, the, um, it wasn't like super out there overplayed or anything like that. It just felt very real. And that moment when they're in the car that they break up, the fucking jabs that they give to each other as like the yeah. nails in that relationship Ooh. coffin I know are you love so <laughs> precise. Ooh, ooh, like, I just, I just can't. I didn't even write them down because I was too busy watching them. But I remember he says something about, like, oh, well, I'm glad I'm not someone who cares too much what other people think or something like that. Um, And she says something about, um, at least I'm not okay with having a mediocre life or something like that. Like, at least I'm not okay being... Right, uh, like, like, satisfied with failure and... Yeah. And he calls her shallow or something. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's just, ooh, mm, chef's kiss. We're just, mm, just so good. Um, and that's when they decide to break up. And the minute that they both say it out loud, they hit a bicyclist. And that's where <laughs> the plot of the movie takes off. Well, so <laughs> here's the thing. Every time I'm watching a movie or a TV show and there are characters in the car and the driver is looking away from the road. I'm always expecting a car accident. I'm always expecting a car accident. And then Mm -hmm. this gave it to me. It's like, yeah, because you don't fucking look away from where you're going. You're going to hit somebody. And they did. Yeah. That's like my biggest fear of car scenes. Car scenes actually make me very anxious because I'm Mm -hmm. always expecting something to happen. And it was because I remember seeing a movie a long time ago in theaters where that's exactly what happened. They were like driving at night and all of a sudden the car got like T-boned and it came out of nowhere. Like no one was expecting that in that movie. And I was just like, I can never watch two people in a car ever again because I'm (laughs) just going to assume they're all going to die. Yeah, I can't watch Samuel L. Jackson walk in front of a circular-shaped pool (laughs) because I will always think that there's a shark that's going to pop out and eat him. I mean, there is. There is always going to. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's such a funny... Like, to me, the... uh, the timing in this movie is also really good. And that just goes back, like you said, to the even to the car accident or yeah. when they hit the bicyclist. It just, it feels like it hits at right, like exactly the right time. And I think that's what it is. The jokes are well-timed. Like everything when it happens, I never, I never felt like, oh, this is going too long. Oh, they're just like doing too many bits. And this is like, you know, this is just self-serving for them. You know what I mean? Like, everything felt like it was just the right amount of time. Um, and I like it. Yeah. I really like this movie. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I like it. I just like it a lot. I kind of looked at it from a perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good one, Dr. Shelby. Uh, the first part of the movie is, like, really happening. And then mm-hmm. the whole, like, actual plot of the movie Mm-hmm. Uh, is 
a fantasy is like fantasy is like a metaphor um Ah. or like a you know a what if kind of scenario Mm -hmm. because what ends up happening is they're they've they're thrust into this wild ridiculous situation involving dirty cops threats on their life blackmail eyes wide Mm -hmm. shut style orgies Mm -hmm. uh A horse uh-huh, yes. and a, a cute un- a unicorn outfit. Oh, I love her unicorn outfit. It's um, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and and all of that is happening. But during all of that, they're slowly talking about the actual problems in their relationship because mm-hmm. this wild chain of events has provided them with enough of a distraction that they forget to be anxious about their relationship problems because they have so yeah. much more to be anxious about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And I think it also opens them up to different, like, perspectives because, you know, at the very beginning when they're in the car, they're talking about um, Leilani's co-worker, Ke- the IT guy's name. Keith? Ke- Keith? I think it's Kevin? Keith. It's one Keith? of those K sure. names. It's one of those K names. Um, oh, whoops, sorry. Um, so she's he's talking about, oh, you know, he steals his jokes from Cat Williams and blah, blah, blah. Or she talks about her two friends and like, oh, you know, they have a great relationship and they probably have freaky sex and like all this other stuff. And then slowly, like throughout the movie, you start to find out that like the perceptions that they had of the people in their lives are different. And then they even have the perceptions of each other Um, Because there's that really cool moment when they go to uh, break into that building that they think the bicycle guy lives in. And she's like, oh, she breaks one of her heels because he thinks that she can break the glass with her high heel, which does not work. (laughs) Mythbusters, they busted it. It wasn't a real thing. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, like I messed up my date shoes. And he goes, date shoes? And she's like, yeah, I bought these like for you basically yeah to go on and and it was something that he just never even knew or the fact that she thought he didn't want to show uh his documentary to her because he thought she was shallow or he thought whatever blah 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 but in reality he cares too much about what she thinks right and was scared to show it it to to her yeah right so it's just it's one of those things where like you get to they their communication has opened up but also they're starting to see each other in like a different way because they're in a cuckoo banana situation like it is not (laughs) there is no way right just no just no because stop it's not real (laughs) they hit the bicyclist and he's fine he gets up he rides away because something bad is happening to him and then someone gets into their car says i'm a cop and they don't question it and then they, the guy follows the bicyclists uh, and then runs him over a bunch of times yep. and then runs away. Like so they're forth. left with this dead body uh, having been run over by their car. And people who come upon the, the situation are like, oh, these people murdered this guy. Uh, right. And they don't know how to they're, – they're convinced that no one will believe them. So they run – they right. go on the lamb. <laughs> 
<laughs> a Bonnie and Clyde type situation. Sure, except they're not actually committing crime. Well, right. then they do start breaking into places to try to get more information about this guy. Because they want to solve the crime. Right, because they think that's the only way to clear their names. It's all very silly, but it is a lot it's of fun. It's very silly. <laughs> it is. It's so, it's so silly, but also hilarious. Uh because they go to that diner. The first place they go is like that diner. And yes. like, do you have alcohol? Do you, do you I'll, I'll have two. Please give me two. And she's two like, I don't serve alcohol. So they get milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> they get the calls from the police and they're trying to like play it off. Like, oh, we didn't, we don't know what's going on. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, um, they're still at the diner. So like. <laughs> it is. It's very funny. I There's like. So, uh, the running, uh, like, one of the running uh, words. Jokes? Mm, not really a joke. Themes? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just the reason that they don't, they wouldn't go to, see, if I were in this situation, because I'm a white person, um, <laughs> and have always. You're a white woman. I'm a white woman. I would have been like, yeah, of course the cops will believe me, because <laughs> I've never had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny we were watching it and the cop started running over the guy over and over again. I mm-hmm. like went through a few different thoughts. One was like, they have to suspect he's not a cop. And then I was like, wait a second. Cops kill people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love that in the the moments leading up to that, they were like, yeah, I'll get him. And they're yeah. like, oh, I'm s- like, I'm sad that I hit someone, but I'm glad it was a bad guy. Like, well, you know, they're chasing after him. And then when he repeatedly runs over this asshole, he, they're just like, uh, like they both start, stop talking. That's yeah. Uh, it, so, so it is interesting. And, at first, you know, I just thought it would be a fun movie to talk about. And then in light of, like, recent events and the mm-hmm. just overwhelming number of incidents of pr- police brutality, I'm like, yep. can we get are, – are we able to talk about this movie without talking about that, even though the movie doesn't really comment on it past the surface level? And right. Most of the reviews that I read don't comment don't comment on it past the surface level, uh, but I think that's because most of them were most of the reviews were written before May twenty fifth when mm-hmm. George Floyd was murdered by police officers. So right, there is like the whole like point or the whole reason the characters are acting the way they are in the movie is because they don't trust the police, right? right. Um, until the end, and then it turns out, like, oh, the police were just looking for them because they were witnesses, and everything was right. on camera. They just couldn't really tell who the guy was, so right. they're just going to send them home and have them protected. So it turns out, like, oh, phew, the police weren't after us, and they do believe mm-hmm. us. And right. then uh, switch them up. The bad guy uh, is a police officer. He's a d- dirty right. cop, and he's the one who dri- is supposed to drive them home and protect them. Uh, right. And obviously he's trying to kill them. So cop still bad guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's really funny. Um, something that I know that Issa Rae did not write this movie, but right. um, I do know just by having watched her work, she does a lot of really good pointing out at things without coming off as like what people 
stupid people might say is like preachy. Yeah. Um, where this movie I think is a good example of it too, even in her performance. Cause they have that moment where they're at the diner and, um, Camille's character wants to go to the police and she's like, Oh really? Like, what are you going to tell them? And they do that little like role play thing. Yeah. Um, and it's played for laughs cause it's, it's funny. Like her performance is funny. She's a very funny person. But, you know, it's one of those moments that they like. They're like, hey, hey, but also, do you remember? Yeah, police, they, they're bad, right. too. Like, she does it, and then she, like, lets it go. You know what I mean? Even the moment when they're in the uh, the drugstore parking lot, and they get their Uber her, or their Lyft, and a cop <laughs> car pulls up. That they made me laugh that- so hard. <laughs> Yeah, they think that it's going to be like that, that they're, you the know, on a watch The cop is staring them down. And yeah, and so they like are down. staring back. Yeah, and they they're like, back and then they keep going. They're like, oh, okay, just regular racist. It's yeah. fine. And then they get in the car, you know, so there, well, okay. are, there are multiple moments like in the movie where they're like, oh, but look, oh, but this is the thing too. Um, and then they kind of just move on. Right, right. Um, like they bring yeah. it up without really commenting on it too much and I I just thought it was interesting to watch a movie that is a comedy and is so funny and touches on these things that currently in our current um you know communication climate how do you news I don't know what's the (laughs) word I can't think of them in the current environment we're only look like looking at these issues in a very serious way. And mm-hmm. so I just have this like cognitive dissonance of like enjoying this movie, but also thinking like, wow, all of these actual things are going on that are tangentially related to what's going on in this movie. Um, but this movie is not like commenting on them at all. So it's just so strange to yeah. be like, hey, there's this really cool movie. Uh, there's this, it's a real fun watch, The Lovebirds on Netflix. Um, also, yeah, uh, there is a, a thing about police. Uh, <laughs> but it's not like that. But it's not like that. Like, it's just so weird, you know? Yeah, and you know what I think it is, too? And I think, like I said, Issa does this a lot on her show Insecure, which is, oh, God, I freaking love that show um I've watched it the the finale was last Sunday and I've watched the whole series like so many times just in preparation for the final episode um but she you know it's one of those things where living as a black or brown person in America there is that that layer of that fear Mm -hmm. that that we live with right because the system isn't built for us. Um, but we can still find joy and we can st- like we still have full lives. I think that's yeah. the thing is that we're not just walking around all day and this is the only thing we think about. It's like we still have bills <laughs> that we have to pay. We still have annoying family members that we have to deal with. Right. right and like right, right. I mean, I know that I benefit from having lighter skin. Right. But it's it's one of those things where um no no one person in any race is one dimensional so that's what i love about her work is that she shows the many layers yeah it's like they were too busy dealing with the the demise of their relationship and the fact that someone murdered someone in their car (laughs) that they you know all these other things like the police and all of those issues were just 
tangential to what was actually going on, which is, I feel like, right, is a very real story. experience. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, yeah, this is all going on, but, like, we're also living our lives, so... <laughs> And our lives just happen to involve running away from the police right now, okay? That's what's happening. And happen to involve (laughs) running over a man on a bicycle uh, multiple times. (laughs) Whoops. And of course, you know, at the end, throughout this this thing, throughout this uh, experience where they watch multiple people get murdered because the guy then goes after these, you know, frat boys that they were uh, chasing down and they end up together again because they talked about the things that they needed to talk about (laughs) they fall back in love and then they and then they get on the amazing race (laughs) they do and then okay so that was actually something that I kept clocking this time around while I was watching it sorry I had to adjust um was all of the things that came back all of the jokes Mm -hmm. that they brought back in different ways so I actually have a list Mm. You're welcome. I love it. Um, so the Amazing Race thing, obviously, uh, because they're talking about that at the very beginning of the movie, and then they bring it up at one point during their, like, Veronica Mars detective time. <laughs> yeah, like Veronica Mars part detective of the time. It's the, yeah, the part it's a new of show every coming movie. This fall. <laughs> it's in, I believe it's in every screenwriting uh, handbook mm-hmm. is you got yeah, the yeah. Veronica Mars detective time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. Um, also, the one, two, three, go. That happens three times in this movie. It is and very good. First of all, one of my favorite jokes because it's very funny. Um, and then the last time that they do it, obviously, they get it right, right? Um, but also, if you notice, when they take the bicycle man's phone to Keith, the IT guy, to help open it. The code for the phone is 1234. It's 1234. I saw that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is another, like, I was like, also another callback to 1234 go, you know, same thing. Um, The cigarette lighter thing, that's how they get out of the little plastic zip ties that he puts them in at the very end. They talk about But they mention the, yeah, they mention the cigarette lighter earlier in the movie. So I'm like, oh, hey, call back. Um, (laughs) The lift chair thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when they get into the lift the very first time, it turns out to be a lift chair or lift line or lift chair, whatever they're calling it. Um, with other people and he's like, oh, my settings are automatically, that's just, you know, how it, how it happened. And then when they call a lift later, she's like, did you change your settings? Cause we don't need other people in our car. (laughs) Um, the piss on our backs line gets brought back again. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So when they, uh, meet the first, when they go to that country lady's house, um, Edie. Edie, right, 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 Edie. Um, and she has them tied up because she's trying to get information. She tells them, don't piss on our backs and tell us it's, don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. To which they reply, no, we would never do that. If we, if she, if she pissed on your back, she would tell you it's piss. It's yeah. not, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Um, and then later on when they're at the frat boy house and she's like smacking the, the frat boy for information, she uses the same, or I think he actually uses it. Um, to get more information out of him. So I just thought it was funny because they decided to play gangster and the only example of gangster that they had was like this country, this congresswoman's wife. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then 
my favorite of all of the things is the group sex. Yes. Um, that keeps coming up. So in their fight at the very beginning, um, he said, uh, she says, oh, you know, they're having a fight about scheduling their sex. And she's like, it's not sexy. It's not freaky if, you know, we have to schedule it. And he's like, what, you think people just show up to an orgy? No, they probably have a Google calendar. Yeah. And so later when they're at that weird cult, whatever you want to call it thing. Yeah. Um, and they're having group sex on the stage on that circle bed. Um, <laughs> that's when Gibran kind of mentions who's like. Oh, bet you, bet you they all share a Google calendar <laughs> because they all happen to be at the same place at the same time. You know, um, there are probably more. Those are the only ones that clocked. Let's get into that because I do think you have to schedule stuff like that. How else are you going to know when to meet up? And all of the people who showed up at the orgy received mm-hmm. invitations and they were spontaneous yes. invitations, but it did have a time and place on there. Okay, but here, okay, I'm going to have to take her side on this, and here's why. It is my understanding. I've never been involved in an orgy. Um, I've never been invited, unfortunately. No one's ever wanted me at their orgy. It's kind of rude. I'm sure they Um, want you. I'm sure they would want you if they knew you were interested. But you um, can't just. I'm not interested, but also (laughs) it's still nice to be invited, Okay, you know? I want them to think that I'm interested in an orgy without ever actually having to participate in an You orgy. want them to to care enough about you being there that they'll invite you. Right, right, right. But again, it's never happened. Whatever. No, no hard feelings. Um, but I do think... I don't know. I guess my my interpretation or like my idea of what an orgy is is like it starts off just as like people hanging out. You know, I imagine just like this is so weird, but I imagine like a hippie den. Like it's just a den full of hippies and they're just like all smoking weed and listening to whatever hippies listen to. And they're just like on pillows on the floor kind of situation and then one person starts making out with another person and then everyone just takes that that as the invitation to initiate a group-wide sexual experience okay I understand where you're coming from however mm-hmm. uh and I think maybe some uh orgies do start out that way look I'm not an uh-huh. orgy expert I'm really not. Uh, I don't. You should be getting your orgy certification whilst in quarantine. Right, you're right. It's on the great courses. (laughs) (laughs) I should sign up. Um, They have some really great orgy professors Mm -hmm, just teaching mm -hmm. you everything you need to know. It's a little more difficult online, but honestly, you don't. It's not very hands-on the class anyway. Like you know, you also have to really graduate from the the orgy course. You need to do Mm -hmm. um, a uh, an internship. Um, but no, people do go to sex parties like that are at a scheduled time and place. And that, so I think maybe someone maybe once spontaneously their party turned into an orgy and they were, they were like, you know what? I really like this. I'm going to go seek out other people who do this regularly. And that does exist is like scheduled sex parties. Totally. There's also sex clubs and that's not necessarily scheduled because people just show up. Right. But you planned to have sex. You didn't just show up there. You're like, I'm going to go to the sex club tonight. 
Yeah, but maybe you didn't know what time I you think, were going to have sex. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. I think there's definitely planning involved, but then they do other stuff to make it seem more spontaneous. Like in this movie, the scene mm-hmm. where they're at the sex cult, everyone shows up. Everyone shows up because they were invited and it's a little more spontaneous because it's like a quick, it's like a secret invite and stuff like that. And then they make it even more spontaneous by only calling 10 people's numbers and those 10 people go up and onto the stage to have sex. So you don't know for sure whether or not you're having sex that night, but you know you're going to that or you You know you're going to that sex sex party. Right. To either have sex or watch it. Um, But yeah. That's how I feel about it. I think it. we both have made valid arguments. I agree. Um, we did a good job. It's like we already I took do, a great course also, on orgies. It's almost like we're teaching the course, Whoa. you know? We're the <laughs> professors now. Yeah. We've graduated. The students have become the masters. Um, but yeah, I do understand the sentiment of her argument at the beginning, though. Is right. that she is with someone who's very predictable. You know, he spends all day... Uh, editing his documentary and that's pretty much all he does and she even says it at one point she's like if I didn't make plans for us to go out we would never go out because he's one of those like stay home not do anything Um, and she wants more from that right she wants someone who is giving her a little you know even if it's here and there you know something Um, and so I understand that sentiment of just like no, I don't want to skim. Like, no. Okay, yeah. Maybe make sure you pencil me in. Like, ten forty-two, having sex. Like, and I think you he know. started to understand that a little bit when he found out she had date shoes. Because he's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like, she cares about going out and like she wants to go out and plans ahead for like she has date shoes. She bought those with the plan to wear them on dates. So she's not yeah. completely like just completely unpredictable you know like she has things that she likes and things that she wants to do and mm-hmm. I don't think he was really thinking about the the thought and effort she put into going out because she mm-hmm. liked it mm-hmm. um what did you yeah. was there anything that you felt like personally connected to in this movie I'm wondering, because this is, I thought this was very, like, good representation of a couple who's been together for, you know, four years. They're, like, they're not Mm -hmm. married, but they've been together a long time, and Mm -hmm. they're maybe going through a rough patch. Um, So I I wanted to see from, like, an outside perspective, someone who hasn't been in, like, a long-term relationship, what it looked like. Wow, calling me out. Um, <laughs> I want your knowledge. I get it, Shelby. I get it, Shelby. I haven't been in a serious relationship that has spanned years. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> Sorry, I have to go. I have to call my therapist. Um, no. <laughs> I've never been in a four-year relationship. I think three was my longest. I'm, I don't stay in relationships super long. So. <laughs> What's it like to date someone for longer than a year? Um, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I will say that there was this particular moment, and it wasn't, okay, it wasn't so much as a, oh, this reminds me of a relationship or anything, but like a romantic relationship. It definitely reminds me of relationships that I have with people. But there's the moment when they get all dressed up and they're going to that weird sex party and they're in the lift and he is like freaking out. He, you know, but like below the surface freaking out. He's not outwardly being like anxious. And so um, Firework by Katy Perry starts to play on the radio 
And she asks the driver if she can turn it up. And she's like, remember, this used to be our favorite song. Like, we used to sing this all the time. And he's like, no, no, we never did that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, we did. And he's like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to make me sing the song with you, like, because you see that I'm anxious and you think that it works. And she's like, because it does work. Um, and then they start singing, like, belting the song <laughs> in the backseat of that car. And it does make him feel better. Um, so I think that even the little moments where they show that they actually know each other very well. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the type of moments that I love to have with people that I have in my life. So even if it's just like, oh my God, like remember that thing? Or like, oh my God, you always do that. You know, like things like that. Like having the um, history with people, uh, I think is something that I strive for. I don't like to have, especially as, as I'm nearing 30, you know, um, <laughs> I don't want to have superficial relationships. I don't want to have one-sided relationships. So I think that the people that I have in my life, um, are there for a reason. And I like being able to point to moments in a relationship and just like, you know, have a giggle about it or like have a whatever. And I think that is a really good moment of her showing that she's not selfish or self-centered. She doesn't only think about herself or her Instagram. She's not shallow. You know what I mean? Like she right. genuinely knows who he is and she wants him to feel better. She doesn't want him going into a situation like this nervous or anxious or whatever. She wants him to feel better good so she's like trying to do whatever she can to help him and I just think it's a really cute it's such a cute sweet moment it is and like cute. those are my favorite moments in the car with people blasting music and singing yeah so you really so, connected yeah. to that yeah I feel I I love I just love moments of connection as weird as that mm-hmm. sounds I love no, when I'm able especially when I'm able normal. <laughs> that doesn't sound weird to at some all people, to about? some people it sounds weird um, well those people are probably I sad <laughs> I hate moments uh, of connection <laughs> I hate connecting to other people um, but yeah the moments of connection I love when they're done in movies um, and they're done like well like I've been saying this whole episode I think their relationship feels very real to me um it doesn't feel overacted or over whatever like the dialogue doesn't feel like it takes over it feels like it almost feels like they're improvising a lot of the time so it honestly just feels like a real conversation and so um I think the fact that they were able to show how connected the two of them were is something that I love to see especially for romantic leads in a movie yeah because when it's done when it's off it's so bad how many of these movies have we seen where the actors have no fucking chemistry it's trash to watch. You're right. And they definitely are, they play off each other great. I mean, they're they're both great oh, yeah. individually and together. I mean, wow. I could listen to them talk back and forth all day. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's really good. Really funny. Um, I really liked how you can kind of see as they start to interact with other people, how different their views of each other have become from how other people view them, right? So, like, he mm-hmm. is make he made in the beginning of the, in the movie um, 
these comments about her being, you know, shallow or caring too much about what right. other people think. So she has to look at her Instagram all the time and kind of forgets that, like, the reason that he is so in love with her and wants to impress her all the time is because he sees her as someone who knows what she wants and has everything together and right. is doing really well in her life. And, uh, you know, she has similar you know, revelations about him, uh, of, of, he seems like just this, like, you know, really strictly scheduled person, but actually, you know, he's this creative, hardworking, um, person who, uh, takes a, takes risks with his art, you know, like the fact that he's Mm -hmm. a documentary filmmaker isn't a, uh, you know, risk proof career that he chose. So, um, yeah. So, so it's, it's, cool how how they're seeing each other and and he hears when he has the phone unlocked by keith the co-worker um mm-hmm. uh leilani's co-worker who he thinks right leilani, Le- leilani has a crush on he starts uh keith says something like oh yeah she i've heard a lot about you she talks about you all the time and just like mm-hmm. clearly she says all this great stuff about him all the time yeah. and he was just like looked so blown away because he had no idea and they just got so caught up in themselves which is funny because he was accusing her of caring too much about other people think when they were obviously focusing way too much on themselves and not Mm -hmm. really thinking about each other as a whole yeah and by the end they were thinking about each other again and that's why they were able to heal that relationship because otherwise Mm -hmm. like otherwise they should have gotten back together if they didn't talk about any of that stuff right like yeah (laughs) clearly i think it's one of those like can't see the forest from the trees exactly situation they were just so in it that they couldn't really see what was going on and it also reminds me um at one point they have that conversation where she's like do you remember when we went on i think she says our first date and there was that couple that was sitting next to us and they weren't talking and we were just like, oh, like I never want to be that cuff, like right. that couple. Because that's never always wanna... the thing that people say. Like, mm-hmm. Let's never I never want to run out of things. Yeah, I never want to run out of things to talk about with you. And then that's when she, because this is towards the end of the film too. So mm-hmm. I think she's also she's having revelations about her relationship with him anyway. And I think that's when she comes to realize that oh maybe, maybe they weren't a bad couple. Maybe they were just so comfortable that they didn't need to talk. Right. Like, they didn't need to constantly fill the silence. Um, And I will say, I was like, oh, that's really cute. Like, that's what I want. I want somebody who I'm comfortable with and I don't always have to say everything all the time because I talk a lot. Yeah, I could tell you it would be exhausting to have to talk, (laughs) even with the people you're closest to. If you have to talk to them 100% of the time, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think the people I feel closest to, I'm also very comfortable just sitting in silence with. Um, mm-hmm. Like, we can silently watch a movie. Like, I don't feel like we have to talk the whole time. If we do, mm-hmm. I mean, we do, and that's great. You know, it's fun. I love talking to these people. But also, it's not yeah. like, oh, I better keep talking to impress them, or I better keep talking, or we're yeah, not going to Yeah, like, on a first date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, when you go on a first date, and you're like, oh, but I have to keep, you know, I have to be witty and charming and cute all the time. Uh, right. You know, and it's that, that feeling of, uh, it's because you're uncomfortable. It's so much work to be I witty know, and, and charming because, and cute all the time. I know, and it's because we're witty and charming that we feel like we have to fill that silence. Because right. we know that we're witty and charming, but we have to prove it to them, which... 
whatever i don't have to prove anything if you don't already know how witty and charming i am then you're not paying attention obviously mm. Mm, mm, mm. Preach. <laughs> i do like how yeah the characters seemed like they were kind of like two sides of the same coin in a way like they clearly mm-hmm. fit together so well because where else are they gonna without each other they would be completely different people right because they wouldn't oh, be yeah. able to bounce those different ideas off of each other um and now i mean the way that i see it going in the movie hopefully they they have now learned that they can also just be quiet together and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you really want out of a partnership i feel like i love having being so close to my partner that it sometimes it feels like we're the same person and mm-hmm. you don't always have to talk to yourself <laughs> so you know I mean I do but that's that's just a hint at the (laughs) deep psychological damage on my part Um, well maybe you'll have a relationship like they do in the movie where you're just constantly talking to each other as if you're talking to yourself yes (laughs) perfect but I do think it's also interesting that the movie opens um with them you know like we said it's like the their first date or whatever and it ends with them kissing um and it's that cute little bit of like oh that's your like I want to kiss you face or whatever oh yeah that's another Um, thing that came back around it is and what I just realized uh this second time watching it was that there's really no other physical intimacy between the two of them throughout this whole movie than kissing um yeah there's no kissing there's no none of that that just doesn't happen um but it happens at the beginning when their relationship first started and then at the end when they kind of renew their relationship because they're in like little ambulance and they're like (laughs) back of the ambulance sex is freaky right and she's like oh yeah and like (laughs) she gets what she wants the freaky sex there are a couple of things that I thought were a little bit were intimate not Mm -hmm. not like in the they weren't like holding hands or anything but there was um a part where after he got kicked in the chest by a horse which looked very oh yeah she helps him take his shirt off which was a very caring thing and they're they're close together and it's showing you know still clearly they're still attracted to each other and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um he's Mm -hmm. in a lot of pain but she you know helps him lift up his shirt and that's just something you do for someone you care about you know right um and then the other thing I was really thinking of with the, they're not even touching, but after oh, so she's changing after. Yeah. After that, um, when they get into their fancy clothes and then he comes down the stairs in his tux mm. and she's in her, you know, sparkly sequin dress and she's done her hair and makeup and they're just, they just look at each other and it's like, Oh right. wow. Like seeing each other dressed up they you can tell in their eyes looking at each other that they're both like really appreciating each other's appearance. Yeah. Like in a magical, yeah. not just in like, Whoa, they look hot in like a really magical kind of like, yeah. Wow. Look at this person kind of way. Um, which I, I guess is not yeah. physically intimate, but it was like this very uh, warm moment. Yeah. And I do think that in combination with, with what I said, those two moments, while magical, end awkwardly. There isn't, you know what I mean? Like she yeah. takes off his shirt right. and she tries to rub the thing on and they both are like, we shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Almost yeah. like the ice water has been um, put over them. And like similarly with the other moment. Um, and it wasn't until the end when they kind of, just embraced that intimacy as part of their relationship. Yeah. Um, because even there's the moment where they're changing and she, and he's she's like, why are you turning around? And he's like, oh, sorry, no, I thought it would be weird. And then he turns around, she's like, no, yeah, it is weird. You should, <laughs> you, should you know, turn again. Yeah. Um, because it feels very intimate. So, like, in the middle of that movie, they're still not comfortable 
being intimate with each other. Um, you know, not even in a physical sense, but just, you know, those moments of intimacy. Um, so then by the end, hopefully. Sorry, there's something on my, other. there's something on my floor and I'm trying to figure out if it's strawberry jam. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to put it on some toast? Well, it's on understand. the floor, so mm. no, I'm going to clean it up, but I'm not completely sure that it's strawberry jam. It might just be like a, a pebble or something. Like, I can't see it from here. It just looks vaguely red. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway. The, vague red, the vague red spot. The vague red it's spot. A, yeah, it's my new, it's new book. My new novel. It's my new children's book. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's about Jupiter. Ah, yes, yes, yes. The favorite of the planets. My favorite of the planets. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. My uh, nephew. Oh, you know that my brother and sister-in-law are both uh, astronomers. And they have a two-and-a-half-year-old little boy. And um, they were asking him about Jupiter. And they were like, oh, what do you think Mm -hmm. of Jupiter? And he was like, too big. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too big. You know what? I feel the same way. Yeah. Too big. Get it out of there. Yeah, if Pluto's too, too small, then Jupiter's too, too big. big. You know, yeah, just right. we need right-sized. <laughs> right. It's like a three little. What is it? Three little bears. Like Goldie a three little bear situation. Yeah, and the three bears. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Her name is Goldilocks. I was more focused on, on the, the bear bears. part. Right, and they're truly the more interesting characters in the story. I mean. Goldilocks is just some bitch who goes in and steals people's she's a, food. She's breaking and entering, frankly. Right? And I don't, I can't, I can't. And you I just go to her. sleep in someone's bed? What, you think the world revolves around you, Goldilocks? Mm-hmm. She probably does. She's like, oh, like my that. house now. Yeah. She probably does. Um, and then the bears come home like, what the fuck? Someone's been <laughs> eating my porridge. Like, I was so excited about this porridge. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that moment when you get home and your roommate has eaten your ice cream or some shit that you've been like right. thinking about all day and it's gone. I one time accidentally <sighs> ate a slice of roommate's cheesecake and I felt Uh-oh. so bad. I didn't know that it was the, like it was like there were two there were two pieces of cheesecake and we thought or like I there were three of us so mm-hmm. I assumed that the third person had already eaten his cheesecake and these two uh, yes. pieces were for the other two, but it turns out I was supposed to share with the other person. And then, and uh, so he yes. mentioned it just very chilly, like, by the way, you guys ate my slice of cheesecake. And I was like, he said it in such a chill way, but I like broke down. I was like, oh my God, oh, I'm no. so sorry. I bought an entire new cheesecake. I bought a whole cheesecake. That's how you. That's how you make amends. <laughs> exactly. You just buy a whole one. Well, because okay, here's the thing. And that's what fucking Goldilocks should have done. I mean, here's the thing. You could have just given him a slice, like bought a, another individual slice. But if you buy a whole cheesecake, then I get you can have another slice. Yeah, I get more exactly. Come on, <laughs> come on. Let's think about this rationally, folks. Exactly. <laughs> look, <laughs> look. There's a method to my madness. Um. <laughs> Anyway, The Lovebirds, very funny movie, fun little uh, diversion, nice little, you know, distraction. You're probably not going to cry. (laughs) You're not. 
luckily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> crying is off the table right now. Um, uh, also, put put Issa Rae and Camille Nanjiani in more movies. If movies get made again. Because really, it's not yeah. safe to, to make them right now. Um, anyway. Yes. <laughs> put them in more movies together, too. Like, we'll do... Yeah, we can just it. do a whole... Like, we'll keep switching genres and then just have them as the leads. You know what I mean? Just Ooh, like... Yeah. Put them in a spy pop thriller. In and out. <laughs> Oh, yes. Put them in a Spider-Man movie. Put like, them in... who's to say well, isn't Issa Camille... Rae can't be Spider-Man? Yeah, I think Issa Rae could Oh, be. he's going to be in a Marvel movie. You're yeah, right, you're it? right, He's you're a right. superhero. Um, yes. So, is there anything uh, you'd like to... Anything else you'd like to tell people to promote? Um, anything you'd um... like to do? This is I like long walks on the beach. Okay. Yeah, just just read your dating profile. Sipping pina coladas. Um Yeah, no. I <laughs> Um Yeah, no. Nothing nothing. My brain stopped working. Remember words? Words Yeah, word. words are um, they're gone. They left. Um okay. If I think of anything, I can insert it later. Oh, <laughs> uh, well write us some emails i think that would be nice we never get emails and we really like them we like emails yes we do um and like obviously follow us on socials we're in the middle of a revamp situation so we haven't really been posting as frequently as we were before and i guys i'm sorry it's my fault don't blame shelby i know she's been getting a lot of hate mail um (laughs) it's not her fault it's mostly mine i know you really want stop those bad photoshop stop slipping the notes under my door okay yeah yeah yeah. she's very scared for her life right now um she only eat never mind um so she so it's my fault but yeah also just follow us because followers are fun and sometimes we post things yeah if you post about us we'll uh we'll probably repost it (laughs) yeah yeah, that's what we like um yeah because then it's like someone else made our content for us i know it's the lazy girl's way (laughs) of promoting um, but definitely emails. Let us know if there's any movies you'd like us to talk about. Uh, if there's any guests you'd like us to have on. Um, remember, we're not famous, so don't don't tell us to get yeah. Issa Rae on. We li- really can't. Oh, I don't but if we, we could, I would cry. <laughs> oh. Issa, I Issa. love you. <laughs> Issa. I just, I love you so much. Call us back. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you a voicemail. Um... Uh, and then, uh, of course, as always, please remember to keep falling in love with yourself. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>